0: how along, you gonna win a fortune tonight all right guys welcome into another episode of the sporting gents podcast we'll call this episode 8.5 for my purposes this is our prop shop edition i am mike the gent flying solo tonight no nikki cuddles for our prop shop we did get some picks from nikki but uh we're gonna make this a nice short episode we're gonna Fly through some player props that we like for this divisional round weekend and for the four matchups ahead of us, and we'll get you guys out of here, hopefully with some winners. Um, We'll start right at the top here. Jacksonville, Kansas City, The first game on your slate. Good handful of props in this one. Good healthy total. The only problem I have with some of these games, um, come playoff time and come the divisional round... Everything feels inflated. Uh, your team totals feel inflated. Passing yardage and passing totals really feel inflated. Um, that being said, I'm still going to ride some, some passing props here. Um, we'll take it from the top with a passing prop. Lawrence, coming off the four interception that turned into a four touchdown uh, performance against the Chargers, comes into Kansas City as a steep road dog uh, over one and a half passing touchdowns. DraftKings has added some juice to this. You can get it for 140, minus 145 on DraftKings, minus 118 on FanDuel. It was minus 125 within the last couple of days on DraftKings, so they're definitely a little bit afraid of that number hitting. They're trying to get some juice back on that. And FanDuel's pretty even, so you jump on there, get Lawrence to throw two plus touchdowns. Um, in a game they're going to be trailing all day, I think that's a very reasonable prop, very reasonable number. And, um, Hell, even if he doesn't protect the ball like last week, he apparently doesn't need to to put up touchdowns. He'll he'll still get his chances against Kansas City because they're going to get scored on. Uh, Sticking with that game, we'll go right down the list here. Uh, Travis Etienne, same reasoning behind his prop. I have him under 67.5 rushing yards. That has gone up a little bit in the last day or so. DraftKings moved it all the way up to 71.5 minus 115. You can get it on FanDuel still for 69.5, but either way, up a couple yards on FanDuel, and up four full yards on DraftKings, so that's another one where I try to wait till later in the week uh, to put some of these picks out there, I try to wait till later in the week to play them myself, but quite frankly, in the playoffs, everybody's on board, everybody seems to be playing player props, so a lot of these numbers are either inflated, or later in the week, they are moving like crazy, so um, it moved up a couple yards, but i I. Don't think that indicates that they think he's going to have a good rushing day. I am still on the under. I think he may have a good receiving day. He didn't really catch the ball too much against the Chargers. They might need him to against Kansas City here. So grab him uh, for the under rushing. Pretty even money there on DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, I'm staying away from Jacksonville's receivers. Same reasons that me and Nick talked about the last couple episodes. Um for Lawrence and Doug Peterson to win, they've got to spread the ball out. They've got to use all their receiving weapons. And I don't really like any of these Jacksonville receivers props. Um, they all feel like a dart throw to me. And I don't think Lawrence is going to put up enough passing attempts like he had to against the chargers to, uh, hit what these re- receivers hit last week. Nick and I talked about how they hit seven catches and 70 yards each, at least the top few of his receivers. I don't see that happening again. Um, We'll move down the slate. Actually, we'll move uh, down to one of Nick's um, same-game parlay picks that I really liked for this game. And he does have it on a uh, parlay X, where you mix a few single-game parlays from different games and get some crazy odds on there. But um, his Jacksonville-Kansas City portion of that is uh, Kelsey Kelsey anytime touchdown, Kansas City money line, and Mahomes two-plus passing touchdowns. Super reasonable. Um get you plus with 115 on DraftKings. The Kelsey anytime touchdown. I mean, he hasn't scored in a few games. I think Nick and I were talking about it being at maybe five games without a touchdown. I I think uh he's due. And I think Mahomes and Andy Reid might be in a situation where they get to play with their food a little bit and they get to kind of do whatever they want on Jacksonville. I don't know that Jacksonville has an answer for them on offense. So Kelsey anytime touchdown. Pair it with Kansas City money line and Mahomes 2-plus passing touchdowns gets you to plus 115. Three legs for plus 115 is not always ideal, but I have a hard time seeing Kansas City getting upset in this game. Kelsey, anytime touchdown, is a crapshoot, and uh, Mahomes 2-plus touchdowns is super reasonable. So we'll move right down to Giants-Eagles, the Saturday night game. I like a lot of the Eagles receiving props in this game, and I, I know that's probably a little bit of bias, but... Um, Hertz is in a really good spot. He's not on the injury report. He's apparently healthy. Um, in games against bottom 10 defenses, he averages 315 passing yards. Uh, I will start right there. His passing prop is at 245.5 on DraftKings. It's a couple yards lower at 243.5 on FanDuel. He averages 315 against bottom 10 defenses, like I said, and the Giants are number 28 against the pass I think if they need Hurts to pass, he's going to pass all over the Giants, and I think I'm going to sprinkle something on his top two weapons. A.J. Brown, uh, games where he's playing as a around a touchdown favorite, he averages 90 plus yards. His prop right now is sitting at 70.5, 72.5, depending on your book. I... I don't really want to mess around with any time touchdowns in this game. I think the Eagles do spread the ball out, and I think they have a lot of weapons, and I don't think the Giants' defense has any answer for any of their weapons. So I think I'm going to stay away from touchdown props in this one, unless you want to put something on a Hurts touchdown. Uh, Nick does like a Hurts touchdown plus the Eagles' money line for the same reason. You get Kansas City in that spot. um, A Hurts anytime touchdown, and the Eagles' money line is plus 120. So instead of taking the Eagles to win and laying a ton of juice or laying the touchdown and a half... You can get yourself some plus money hoping that Hurts gets in the end zone. Um, But back to the receiving that I like. Uh, A.J. Brown, like I said, he um, feels a little low in the low 70s for his receiving props. I'm probably going to take his over this weekend. And I think I have this gut feeling. I've had it all week. I think Devonta Smith has a good game. His receiving props even lower, 64.5 on DraftKings, 65.5 on FanDuel. And DraftKings has some extra juice, minus 125 on that line. So I think um, Devonta and A.J. Brown are in a good spot to smash. I think they've had a good season side-by-side for a reason, and I think Hurts is going to need to lean on them if the Giants can even sniff uh, the possibility of staying in this game. Um, Aside from Hurts passing and being healthy, I think um, one of the most surprising lines I've seen so far this week is Hurts' rushing attempts. FanDuel has it listed at 85 um their juice is at one minus 154 so you're laying a little bit extra there to get that line but eight and a half rushing attempts seems really low for Jalen Hurts it's the same thing we've been talking about since the playoffs started these quarterbacks in these big games like to run and they like to pick up third downs and sometimes they want to do it themselves instead of forcing the ball out and throwing an interception so uh Hurts rushing attempts 8.5 on FanDuel I'm gonna smash that or put it in with another parlay with another a uh, couple other props. Um, nothing really else to talk about for the Eagles Giants game. I don't really like anything on the Giants side of the ball. Nick touched on it in uh, the other day's episode. Daniel Jones does have a little bit of a history of running on the Eagles, but I think after last week's performance and the fact that he's going to have to to stay in this game with the Eagles, I think it's an inflated number. Um, I had the line earlier in the week. I kind of didn't. I scratched it off my paper. I don't even have it. So we'll see how that goes, but I just I don't see too much happening on the Giants side of the ball that I can really rely on or that I want to play a player prop on. Uh, I do have Barkley receiving yards on my list here for this game. It was at twenty four and a half a couple days ago. Uh, It's up to twenty eight and a half now on both books. I think he's their best weapon, and I think he definitely has to be. Um, So if they fall behind the way Vegas assumes they're going to fall behind, I think. Barkley receiving yards is a good play instead of messing with his rushing because I think the Eagles are going to have to rely on that defensive front. Barkley may not be able to get it going on the ground. Um we will move on here to Cincinnati Buffalo. Nick, I'll take this moment between between our games to tell you that uh, you're very missed and uh I'm a little out of breath here running solo, but we got to do what we got to do. We got to keep the people the people want player props. Uh, Cincinnati-Buffalo, third game on the slate. Um, I only have a few notes on this game. Josh Allen, kind of similar to Hertz, kind of similar to Mahomes. Uh, But you can pair Buffalo with Josh Allen, two-plus passing touchdowns to get minus 105. Nick has that on his slate and his player prop list. Again, two-leg parlay to get minus 105 isn't always ideal. But uh, if you have confidence in Buffalo, I don't think Allen has any problem throwing two touchdowns in this game. You can also jump on his rushing if you really want to. His yardage props for rushing don't seem too high, but they are. I think that's a good line. Um, His rushing total is 47.5 right now on DraftKings and FanDuel. Normal juice for the most part on both of them. And again, I think Allen might need to run in a big game and a game that we all think is going to be super competitive. So um, I think if you're going to put your money on Allen's rushing, Um, whether it's an anytime touchdown or on the rushing total. I think 47.5 is a fair line. I think he can definitely get over that on Cincinnati. Um, The two receiving studs in this game, I don't really know what to do with either one of them. Uh, Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs, both lines are pretty high, even for alpha receivers. Uh, You're looking at 83.5 for Chase and 79.5 or 80.5 for Diggs. I think both could hit the over. But um, I just, I don't know which way to go with them. I think if it's a a dirty game and a low scoring game, you might be getting a really high line there and you're paying a premium for those receiving totals. But both of those players are obviously super capable and they're going to be leaned on by their quarterbacks. We know that. Burrow and Chase, Chase even made a comment, you know, him and Burrow are bread and butter. They're going to be this weekend. 83 and a half is a high line. But again, him and Diggs should both hit that number. So we'll see what happens there. I don't really have anything else on that slate. Honestly, I'm staying away from Mixon. I'm staying away from the secondary receiving options for Burrow. And um, Burrow burned me on his his low rushing total at 10.5 last week, so I'm off of of that as well. And uh, Buffalo outside of Diggs, I don't really want to mess around with Knox um, or a receiving touchdown from Knox. I definitely don't want to mess around with their rushing and their running backs. I mean, James Cook. Seems to have taken the job. He had way more snaps than I think a lot of people expected last week uh, over Devin Singletary. But again, like Nick and I have talked about, if Josh Allen is the uh, the alpha runner in that offense, do you really want to put your money on James Cook, whether it's an anytime touchdown or some rushing props or rushing totals or whatever it may be? So not really going to touch too much from that game, but we'll see how it goes. I don't I don't really like a lot of it. I think I'm more interested in the game itself. Um I do I, I tee Cincinnati up. I think Buffalo takes that game. Um if Allen protects the ball, like Nick and I have talked about pretty much nonstop. Um, last game on the slate, Dallas San Fran. I think this could be the most interesting game on the slate. Um in several ways. I think Cincinnati Buffalo should be the most competitive game on the slate. But this Dallas-San Fran game, it's been sitting at uh, this San Fran minus three and a half. It's not budging. I think Dallas has a play either over the field goal or if you want to take an alternate line. Uh, one of Nick's plays in his big parlay. He's got uh, Dallas plus seven and a half and Dak two plus passing touchdowns. That gets you to plus 130. If you want to take an alt line like that, just in case Dallas is out of their league going into San Fran, they go back to their road woes or whatever the case may be, Um I'm going to be honest, I don't have a ton of faith in Dallas winning outright, but most of my props in this game, and I do have a good handful for this game, most of them involve Dak Prescott, um, and most of those involve him having a good game. So we'll go back to the the Trevor Lawrence prop that I had earlier. Uh, Dak, over one and a half passing touchdowns, is minus 115 right now. I I think he has a really good chance to throw two touchdowns. I know he had four last week, and everybody probably is going to think that's a low line but uh, it's staying there and even money on DraftKings. FanDuel has it even lower. FanDuel's normal juice is around minus 113, minus 114. It's down at minus 102. So fringing on like even money territory. And Brock Purdy to throw over one and a half touchdowns is minus 128. So I don't know if FanDuel is putting too much faith in San Fran's defense or what. But um, a little less confident in Dak. So I'll take even money for him to throw two touchdowns they could throw two touchdowns and he could still easily lose this game. So I like that. Um, that's actually one of my favorite props on the slate, to be honest. my One of my second favorite props on the slate goes the other way for Prescott. Um, one plus interception or, you know, over 0.5 interceptions, whatever you have on your book. It's minus 150. It's a little juicy. It's a little expensive. Um, you could always pair it with something else. But my God, I, I feel like without being biased and, and repeating the same stuff that everybody's been saying about Dak Prescott for weeks. He had a seven-game streak with an interception coming into the wild card game. He doesn't throw an interception last week. Okay, fine. He's coming into San Fran on the road. San Fran, you're talking about, the, I believe, the fifth best uh, pass rush win rate team in the league. I know Dallas has a great pass rush as well, but um, Dak Prescott on the road is already inconsistent as it is, San Francisco's pass rush and their pass rush win rate being as good as it is, they're going to get pressure on Dak. He's going to have to throw the ball a little earlier than he wants to, and I think he's a lock to throw at least one pick in this game. Um, and for -150, I'll I'll take that all day. I think that being said, there is another positive for Dak that I do like, and I think it's being a little overlooked. It's going up a couple yards this week, but Dak's over for rushing yards it's gone up from 13 and a half to around 15 and a half Fandle has it at 16 and a half I think Dak's gonna have to escape and pick up a couple third downs with his legs there's not much juice on those numbers and for him to get 16 or 17 rushing yards he could do that in two rushes he's the kind of quarterback who could definitely pull that off especially in a playoff game especially in a big spot um as we've been talking about for weeks you know these quarterbacks in the playoffs just seem to out of necessity uh try to do it themselves or, or pick up a third down themselves or use their legs when they have to. Um, nothing else that I really love for Dallas. I don't really want to play the game with their running backs. The I mean, Zeke Zeke should be honestly primed for a little bit of a bounce back game. Um, I mean, in this run blocking matchup for Dallas, uh, the way the numbers stack up, Zeke's been like 60, 65 yards a game in similar situations uh, when I went through the slate and and some of these matchups with their run blocking ranks. But I mean, it's at like 35 and a half. No one has faith that he has any juice left. They think they're going to go to Tony Pollard. And that could very well happen. But I don't really want to play that game. I don't really want to play the touchdown prop game with either one of them. But um, I think Dak is a little bit more safe as far as player props go. So I'm going to Probably run with those few that I mentioned and stay away from lambs totals against San Fran and stay away from the running backs in general. I'm probably gonna stay from the running backs. Stay away from the running backs altogether in this game. McCaffrey just seems to have inflated player prop lines that he just continues to smash, and I don't know if that continues in this matchup. There's a couple unders that I like on the San Francisco side of the ball, and maybe they're a little bit biased, but um, they got Brock Purdy. At 30 and a half uh, pass attempts. I honestly love that under. I don't think... Not only... It's not that I don't think he's going to have to throw 30 times. I just don't see them winning if he has to throw 30 times. So, they're at home. They want to control the ball. They want to use McCaffrey. I don't know that he gets the 30 pass attempts. It's got a little bit of juice on DraftKings. Minus 130. And the over at that number is plus money plus 100. So they're kind of begging you to take the over. They're charging you a little bit more to get the under and uh, I think the under is the play. Um one of his favorite uh red zone receivers lately, George Kittle, slightly inflated line for him because Purdy has favored him so much. His over um his his total on receiving yards right now is at 46 and a half on both books. I definitely think he stays under that unless he seems to break one of those long 30-yard uh, catches that he has been known to do I don't think he hits 46 and a half yards I think you can take the under on that and maybe if you find a good line on his receptions maybe he gets some short receptions but I don't know that he breaks a long one against this Dallas defense and even if Purdy tries to lean on him I don't know that they're going to throw the ball enough for Kittle to get near 50 yards so a couple unders in San Fran I think that's going to be a great game you can really do whatever you want on this slate. There's just so many good matchups and it's such a good slate to play player props. I know that's why some of these lines move. It's really hard to get in early, but the lines definitely move a lot because the public loves playing player props in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. But um unless you're going to chase some of these anytime touchdown guys, I think some of those lines I mentioned are The way I'm going to go, if anybody is looking to tail or looking for some interesting plays for this weekend, just wanted to do something a little different with you guys tonight and get a little quick episode out there with some player prop ideas. Um, More importantly, just the stuff that I want to stay away from. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but some of these uh, positions and some of these teams that I'm staying away from, I think are probably going to be safe bets. And we'll see if some of the ones that I actually want to get action on are end up being safe bets. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is going to be a nice quick one. We'll have it out Saturday morning before the games get going. And um, anybody who's looking for some fun player props, you know, share this video, check it out, get your plays in before 4:30 when the slate kicks off. And, you know, we appreciate you guys tuning in and subscribing. So we'll talk to you soon. We'll be back for episode nine before the Super Bowl. Thanks, guys. Come along, there's a full moon shining bright Come along, come along, you're gonna win a fortune tonight